the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Halloween, end of the year, kind of go together, right? Halloween, we're going to spend about $86 per person this year on a combination of costumes and candy and decorations. This is actually the first tell of how the retail season's going to go, both into Black Friday and into the holiday seasons. Um, so this is actually kind of an important one. I know it sounds kind of like you're making up the importance of that. I'm, I'm not. Um, Halloween's a cheap holiday, all things considered. It's a lot of fun. The bang for the buck's there. Um, I get it. It's a little bit of a fantasy break, you know. So we got that going for us, which is nice, right? So we're paying attention to Halloween. End uh, of the year, into the market, stocks jump. As a tough month is starting to set to wrap up, we're in earnings season. Uh, there's a lot to talk about there. Uh, anything you want to talk about, pick up the phone, give us a call, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Every now and then, I'm pleasantly surprised by people's creativity. And I saw a headline yesterday, Red October. And it was kind of funny, because it, to me, it hasn't been that bad, has it? Has it been a Scottishman playing a Russian ready to attack America with a nuclear sub, and only Alec Baldwin can save us in the hunt for Red October. Concerns including a U.S.-China trade war made October tough, and it was reddish. So we had a month where the markets lost 9, 8, 9, 10%. You're like, when's it going to end? The Federal Reserve's interest rate policy in the news. Slowdown in global growth in the news. Global stocks have also slumped, losing about 4.5%. So we way out, we way under outperformed the losing, right? So we had that going on. And then, um, gosh, I guess, you know, the whole international market stocks have been pulled down more than U.S. stocks, but in the month of October, it reversed a little bit. So it's all, it's all good. Growth is still growing strong in the United States, but the question is, will that flip off? Will it be a switch or will it be a slow die? So, and that's a potential negative, right? It's tough to go from growth to hypergrowth, but to go from growth to slower growth, it's pretty easy at this point in time because we've had such a, a run so growth is still going strong in the United States. China's account balance is down significantly from last year's 1.3%. It'll likely fall into a small deficit in 2019. 
So the Chinese economy, which after a decade or more of blockbuster growth, is reaching maturity. And, you know, you, you can't grow 8% economy forever. And then you're like 8% becomes 7%, which becomes 6%, which becomes 5%, which becomes 4%. And then you get into the United States. You're, you're, you're happy for somewhere between 2 to 4%. Anything less, and people go, rabble, rabble, rabble. Anything more, and people go, this is getting too hot. So that's out there. So we've seen a jobs report out today that, again, is a bit of a problem. It's a good problem. A robust jobs market sees another 227,000 hires in the month of October. ADP comes out with a poll on Wednesdays, and they showed us that the private payrolls increased 227,000, of which most of that went into services. Construction and manufacturing, just 17,000 out of the 227,000. So that kind of makes sense, right? These people have jobs. Facebook was in the news yesterday. They had a mixed third quarter. But with that being said, how much bad news is built into that stock, right? People were looking at it and going, I wonder if everyone's going to quit this quarter because of their breach. Analysts were seriously concerned. Facebook's up 6%. Um, That adds to yesterday's 3% bump. Facebook reported revenue and earnings per share. They were better than expected, but posted slowing user numbers. And that's a long-term issue. Shares of Facebook. Um, let's see. Stock is far from its 52-week high. I see a lot of analysts recommending Facebook and Apple at these levels. Trading roughly 30% off of its July levels, Facebook is. So it, it fell far fast. I think it went from about 220 to 155. Maybe a little lower, 150-ish. So Facebook stock um, is in the news today. It's, it's interesting to note, you know, number of users, it's, it's, it's a media company. I think they have the most number of users. So they probably have the most gain, and they're coming off low levels, so it's tough to say bad things. Now, again, is Facebook always going to be in the news that they ran fake ads pretending... Um, to be people were not and or to be pretending to be businesses or not or pretending to be political opinions that were not. I think Facebook's going to have a problem for a while. You know, we have There's a really no responsibility barrier. to protect people's data. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve to have the opportunity to serve people. Not just protect people's data, but to protect people's privacy. Um, and then how much do you monetize them? So there was a company called Business Insider, and they ran two fake ads listed as paid for by, and they put in the name Cambridge Analytica. That's the company that got into a lot of trouble for Facebook and the elections, and Facebook didn't catch it recently. Um, so that's worthy of note, right? I, I, I think they're going to have that problem for a while. So if they went to a paid model, maybe you could weed out some of the trolls. And which, for the record, there are people out there who are just horrible, horrible trolls of human beings. And when you meet them in person, they're, they're incredibly nice and lovely. But man, people get brave when they're hiding behind the internet. <laughs> I wish I could give you an example, but I don't want to go into too much about me. Um, 800-516-1220 to come uh, to get your calls in the air. Tennessee Democrat Senate candidate describes the shock of learning of Taylor Swift's endorsement. I know, we live in a funny time, don't we? 
Um, Paul Breedson, the former national mayor, two-term Tennessee governor, and now U.S. Senate candidate, said he was taken by the surprise when Taylor Swift endorsed his campaign earlier this month. We've got about two weeks left until elections. And will the backlash against Trump you know, usher in record numbers of women? Will it usher in record numbers of Democrats? Will it not change much altogether? So, um, anyway, it's interesting to note that we now are, it's, it's a pretty big moment. It's a pretty big moment in politics, in my opinion. And I think we've seen Trump promise things and the market responded positively. And then Trump's got some rhetoric going and the markets responded negatively. You don't think this election's going to be important? I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, invested, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. CVS is doing something new in order to not get pounded out by Amazon and be Amazon and rolled over and rickrolled. They're going to give you up. Um, CVS has said that they're going to think about surviving by coming up with some new programs, right? That's what we need. We need a program to fix the program that didn't fix the last program. CVS Health is launching a pilot membership program that has perks, including delivery perks, discounts, and $10 a month to spend in its store. So how much is this, this, this membership? It's going to be $5 a month or $48 for the full year. And you get $10 every month to spend. Huh. That's an innovative thought. I will actually make money by doing this. As long as I spend said made money in store called CVS, which I don't really like going to. I'll be honest with you. Anytime I'm in a CVS, I'm pretty darn sure that the list of the FBI's 10 most wanted... Some of them are in that store. And I've seen Chewbacca in the store. And I've seen Elvis in one of the stores. That wasn't Chewbacca. It was Bigfoot. Sad news. Disney has decided to axe Boba Fett standalone movie. They're going to do a Boba Fett movie. They're going to do a Boba Fett movie. And Disney's decided to cancel it because Solo was such a, a dud. So CVS Healthcare launching a pilot membership program that has delivery perks, discounts of ten dollars a month to spend inside their stores. I kind of like the idea. They're trying to expand the program nationally, but the pilot is to test and learn so they can see what sort of great experience they can give for customers. The membership would include free one day or two day delivery on certain prescription drugs. Okay, free delivery. Okay, I'm, now we're talking on eligible purchases from the company's website with no minimum amount required. On search trucks. Okay, yeah, okay. So you can get stuff on their website. And do, does CVS even have a website that we want to know about? Or am I crazy? And I say that kind of nonchalantly. Don't answer if you think I'm crazy. CarePass bears a resemblance to Amazon Prime, which requires you know users to pay an annual fee of $119 for shipping and other services. Fitting off Amazon is crucial to the long-term success of CVS. I kind of like the idea. 
of you spend $5, you subscribe to a company for $5, and they give you $10 every month. Now, again, the stuff that you may be buying, let's say you get 10 sodas, it probably only costs them $2 to sell that for $10. You get the idea, right? I do. I do. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. The jobs numbers in the United States um, is a problem if you want the Fed to slow down interest rates. Because I could say, Federal Reserve, hey, the economy looks great. We're adding jobs and unemployment's really low, so why not slow down the economy and fight off inflation? Because we are seeing some inflation. But the Dow jumps 350-plus points. The stock's still headed for big October losses no matter what happens at the end of the day. Um, again, worthy of note on some level. The push in annual increases in wages and salaries um, is jumping. It's the biggest gain since September 2008 when we saw it up 2.9% year over year. Wage growth was boosted by a jump in transportation and warehousing, like reflecting a shortage of truck drivers. Man, I'm not a truck driver, and I have nothing but respect for truck drivers. But that is some tough work. And I don't know if I could say with good conscience that I'd ever want to be a truck driver. That's a lot of responsibility. That's, that's a big old weapon that they're hauling. I used to know, uh, I had a fan of the show called Steve the Trucker. I used to be on satellite radio. That was kind of a big deal in my day. And uh, I miss Steve the Trucker. So we've seen gains in other industries. Um, so wages, inflation, in, in supply and demand, truck drivers are in short supply. A lot of trucking companies will pay big dollars to train you how to drive and big dollars to hire you. Signing bonuses. So that was out there today in the employment report. Labor report. Whatever. Whatever. Stop correcting me. So a strong economy is prompting some companies to raise prices. From paint to airline tickets to handbags, prices of consumer items are going up. Industries are passing along higher costs. A long period of low inflation appears to be over. And that's what the Fed is supposed to be fighting is inflation. And trying to keep optimum jobs in the United States. So they try to balance the two. The jobs obviously creates growth. Inflation kind of is a curb on growth. Slows things down. But Coca-Cola and Arconic both raised prices in the third quarter. Top airlines, manufacturers, and food makers also announced price hikes over the last couple of weeks. Oreo cookie and Ritz crackers are more expensive. They're raising their prices. And they're owned by a company called Mondelay. I know you're saying... My, my my girlfriend loves Oreo cookies. Yes, you can buy her shares of Mondelez and Impressor. She will now be an owner of said Oreo cookie makers, which, for the record, we've done a little bit of back testing and investigating. The Keebler elves were abused. The Keebler elves were abused. Who abused the Keebler elves? When were the Keebler elves abused? How were the Keebler Elves abused? This and more tonight on Rob Line. Are you in the black? Should you be in the black? Tune in tonight to know more. Okay. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I have a fantasy about being in the news. Very funny. <laughs> Is that my boss, Greg? Sounds like it. Greg, go away. Very funny. <laughs> 
Anyway, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, one of the things I want to throw out there is as the United States struggles a bit with growth, a lot of people want our growth to always be sustainable. And it, it's just it's not the way capitalism works. So right now, businesses are stretching to hire people. And when you stretch, you t- kind of start making mistakes. So the Fed sets some new rules to ease regulations on smaller banks. That tells me buy smaller banks. Apple's new MacBook Air blows regular MacBook out of the water on price and power. I noticed that Apple's raising the prices on everything, even their iPads. They're not cutting prices like technology is typically smaller, cheaper, faster. They're raising prices on their phones and all their product. Apple reports numbers this week. You can find me online at robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com. We've got a big seminar coming up in San Jose, November 17th. CFP Chad Burton's doing a wealth preservation retirement income planning in the morning from 9.30 to 11.30. I'm doing an investing beyond a 401k wealth accumulation in the afternoon. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. It's going to be at the Rotary Summit Center on 4th Street, San Jose, 17th of November, Saturday. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Do you remember the housing market crash of 2007-2008? Of course you do. A lot of people think that housing either is on or off and they're afraid of the next bust the next bust isn't going to be like the last bust i know you're saying do you like saying the word bust yes awesome the next bust is not gonna be like the last bust and that's one of the problems with what we do in this industry is a lot of people want crystal balls and that's not the way it works um a housing bubble is not in evidence at this point in time. It's just not there. It's, it's, it's much more placid right now. So we're not going to take a sharp turn. Um, home builders ETF has plummeted. In 2006, between 2006 and 2009, it plummeted 81%. So when we see that this year it's down 32%, it's not down 81%. So it's not as dramatic of, of flashing red lights that we're seeing. A bubble in housing prices and subsequent subprime meltdown were key factors spurring the financial crisis of 2008. But in 2006, 2007, 2008, housing prices really shot up in speculative frenzy. Institutions were unduly lax in extending credit to anyone who wanted it. A lot of home buyers assumed mortgages that were way beyond their long-term capabilities to finance. And eventually, a wave of defaults hit. And... That led to a liquidity issue, a stock market collapse, a collapsing economy worldwide. And there's just not enough evidence that this is the same kind of situation because it's not subprime. And the subprime housing market crash of 2006-2008 was very unique. The next big crash, I think, will be very unique too, but it won't be subprimes. I've gotten three or four mortgages now since 2006-2008, and it's rough. There's nothing sub about me. They make sure that if you get a mortgage now, you're, you deserve it. Home ownership rate is lower than it's been for people at similar ages. So for people 25 to 34, it's low right now. Will we revert back to the mean? That would help housing. 
couple other things to think about is the, the amount of time you're living in your home is, is increasing, partly in response to the affordability of new homes. People are staying where they are, so uh, I don't think we're in for the same exact situation that we just came out of. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Got a big seminar coming up with CFP Chad Burton, November 17th in San Jose at the Rotary Center, 4th Street. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton to talk about scary, spooky things. We're going over some scary financial moves that I see out there. Um, a couple of other ones besides the the ones I covered, like, I mean, the biggest one is waiting to save and missing out on the 401k match. Too many people do that. Too much single stock exposure going into retirement. You know, there's been such a lack of volatility the last several years that people forgot that single stocks can decline 20, 30, 40% during a recessionary period. Other issues that scare me is when people fund their kids' college before funding their own retirement. I don't know how we got into that habit. Um, it, maybe it's harder for kids to find jobs and work through college, but it shouldn't be. I don't know why that that's the case. Um, but funding a kid's college before you go into retirement, especially if it's for a worthless college degree, and there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of kids that will take an English degree and not be a teacher. What's that going to get you typically, um, in a world of science technology, healthcare, and all that that's going on now. So be very careful of that. Emotional investing is a huge mistake, either the fear of missing out or the fear of the downside. You should usually go against your gut when it comes to investing. Buy when you're scared, sell when you're euphoric, and sell when everybody else is talking about the same thing. Take your profits. Not go to cash, but maybe just reinvest some of the gains into something that hasn't done so well. A lot of people run out there without emergency reserves. Now, you go through that situation and you have, say, two appliances go out at the same time, like that happened to me a couple of months ago, and all of a sudden you're forking out a bunch of money for appliances that you didn't expect, and you're already in the Bay Area where the cost of living is high, living paycheck to paycheck. It's tough. So, if you're you know buying your new car, taking that vacation or whatever, and you haven't set up your emergency reserves, you're basically setting yourself up for financial disaster. Um no health insurance is another issue that a lot of younger people run with. No disability insurance for your family. People go out and they'll buy life insurance and life insurance is investments and everything else. But you could be like my brother-in-law, very avid mountain biker. He's a, um, a Honda mechanic. And every Tuesday, he goes mountain biking. And I've gone with him, and I cannot keep up with this guy. He's really, really, really good, really, really fast. But he basically was on a trail. He rides all the time. Uh, supermaned off his bike headfirst into a tree and broke his neck. Broke his neck. Now, it wasn't anything that was caused paralysis or anything else, thank God. So it's just a healing process. He missed three, four weeks of work or so. And so now that part of the family isn't going to go to a destination wedding that everybody else was going to go to because it just, he already took his time off work. And they had some like Aflac style insurance, but if they wouldn't have had that, my sister's a teacher, it wouldn't have been good, right? So you have to have that disability insurance. Uh, 401k loans, 
horrible idea. People are robbing their retirement to get into houses that they can barely afford. If the next, you know, layoff occurs and you lose the house, then the loan becomes 100% taxable. And guess what? You can't go into bankruptcy with the IRS. If you owe taxes, you owe taxes. You're not getting out of it. People that start to buy rental properties with no money down and no cash in reserves to deal with vacancies, fixing up the house, um, the cost of getting bad renters out, things like that. Herd investing, just look at anytime you see massive amounts of radio ads on something, anything in your Facebook feed. That's why Facebook and uh, Instagram took out these cryptocurrency constant ads because last year everybody started talking about it, the fear of missing out. So everybody piled in cryptocurrency and then all the traders that were waiting for that to happen pulled their money out and they took the profits and you took the loss. Um, <clears throat> investing in variable life insurance, you go to these seminars and everything else like that, where people say, this is why investing in this insurance policy is better than your 401k. Oh my gosh. Those sales pitches are really, really good. And they don't tell you the negatives that cr- increasing costs inside the policies that can occur. All they tell you about is how you get money out tax free. They don't tell you about all the other costs been in the business for 25 years. And when I started in the business, there wasn't really a lot of fee only planning. We were dealing with things like insurance and annuities. And I spent six months trying to help people fix the garbage that they bought in the eighties in that type of a situation. So it's only the top 1% of the population that should be doing that. And it's not with a normal life insurance agent that's out there selling these garbage policies. So steer clear of investing in variable life insurance. Um, other ones to steer clear of is when somebody comes to you with a great investment idea and you write the check to the person or to the firm for the investments. So in other words, if somebody wants to fund their investment account with us, New Focus Financial, we use TD Ameritrade. So the check is made out to TD Ameritrade, not the advisor. When those Ponzi schemes occur, where you're pooled investments with a bunch of other people and here's the stated return on the statements that they print up, that's when Ponzi schemes occur. They don't occur with people that use a custodian like TD Ameritrade, Schwab, Fidelity, things like that. So do not write the check to the firm, to the advisor. That's a bad idea. Other bad ideas, scary ideas, taking Social Security way too early can be a massive mistake, especially if you're continuing to work. Then you get dinged with penalties and taxes, and you miss out on that huge increase that it can occur between your normal retirement age and age 70. And... There's a lot of this going on, buying homes and cars you can't afford before you've done your retirement planning. When you know your car payment is a heck of a lot more than what's going into your 401k, you're a little bit upside down. When you have to stop investing in your 401k to get that home that you can barely afford because you keep fearing that prices are going to go up and up and up and up and up, that's a huge mistake. You can't do that. I like to say that the more you trade houses, spouses, and cars the less chance that you're going to have to ever be able to retire. So steer clear of these mistakes, get on track, start saving, pay yourself first, get that match in the 401k systematically save, stop looking for the silver bullets out there, like trading software and things like that. Yeah. Houses, spouses, and cars. Stop trading those. So says CFP, Chad Burton. And I think the point should be reemphasized that what he's trying to say is make some financial decisions that are very adult in your life. 
Um, I typically, I have a policy, I, I at least get 150 to 200,000 miles out of a vehicle. Otherwise, I'm not buying it. I go in with that mentality. So I'm not the best person in the world, but I'll tell you what, I've got a little bit more money than most because I stop and think, how's the spouses and cars? Come see CFP Chad Burton in San Jose, November 17th. He's doing a wealth preservation retirement income in the morning from 9.30 to 11.30 at the Rotary Center in San Jose downtown Saturday. I'm doing a wealth accumulation, investing beyond your 401k in the afternoon. You can go to Rob Black Show, robblackshow.com, and sign up using the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Financial. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could do Halloween spending statistics. Average American is going to spend $86.79. 175 million will celebrate. Nine billion will be spent, all said and done, on the holiday. Happy Halloween. Boost Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. Silver Shamrock. So there's a lot going on in my head, right? FDA says they've had constructive meetings with e-cigarette manufacturers on the teen epidemic. Supposedly, e-cigarettes, we've seen teen usage, high school usage, up 77% this year. That's frightening. It shows you how influential young can be. Apple has a big earnings release coming up. And from what I've seen, what their strategy is to do, it's, it's raise prices on things. It's say, we're luxury, take us or leave us. And that'll work to a point, right? Facebook, Amazon, Net, Apple, Netflix, Alphabet. Um, It'll be interesting to see how Apple's earnings uh, help or hurt the stock market. Because Netflix kind of had a stabilizing thing when they showed subscriber growth um, was not to be a concern. So this quarter, when there's been good news out of these guys, they've responded positively, including Facebook today. Um, And again, I don't think any of them are out of the... I don't think it's off at the races. I say Facebook and Apple have some pretty good upside at this point in time. And I say pretty good, better than market returns. I'm not looking for a lot. So because Apple's sheer size, it's going to become quite a problem. They're looking for revenue of about $62 billion this quarter. Now, when I say quarter, I mean 90 days, right? iPhone sales are being pegged at $47 million at an average price of about $729. Apple's three latest iPhones are still quite new, with the newest, the XR, only available last week. So Apple's being pretty smart the way with they're, they're getting away with how they're managing it. So I'll throw that out there. Facebook stock is soaring on hopes that stories will continue to grow. Um, Snap kind of came and left as far as relevance with stickiness. Oh, snap. And Facebook said, you know, hey, we could do that with pictures, too. So Facebook management, you know, kind of left the street after the call yesterday on earnings with very little visibility on usage trends and a message of open-ended revenue deceleration and potential some years of margin declines. 
So I think most analysts have somewhere between 190 and $240 price target on Facebook. No one's expecting it to crash, but you know the hyper growth of the past um, probably not going to be there. But did we watch them put down Snap? I mean, trust me, back in the 90s, I saw Microsoft just mercilessly run the company and put other companies out of business. GM's announced that they're going to buy out some workers in a cost-cutting move, about 18,000 employees. And obviously, that's going to be a one-time charge. But again, it tells you, hey, things do change. We're talking about how great the economy is, and GM's saying we're going to cut 18,000 jobs. That's, that's not insignificant number. It's not the sign of the apocalypse, but it's not insignificant. Americans are set to boost their holiday spending and give retailers a bump. Consumers are expected to spend $1,000 each. Consumers expect to spend an average of $1,007 in the November-December period. That's up 4.1% from last year. And it means it's going to be a very good Christmas, Charlie Brown. A very good Christmas. There's a new girl moving in next door. And she happens to like you. Charlie, you're not a loser anymore. You're going to kick that ball this winter. Boy, is this great! Your Christmas tree is going to be beautiful. It's not going to be a stick. All is good for Lululemon, Nordstrom's American Eagle Outfitters, AEO, Nordstrom JWN, Lululemon, LULU. Amazon will get an induced glow of love. Macy's has approached its pre-2017 high. Target, they get kudos for its online approach. I'm telling you, everyone's going online right now. And uh, it's changed retailing, right? Am I right or am I wrong? You got to choose a side. This is a civil war. Right. Coming up. Right. CVS launched a pilot membership program. Again, retailing is kind of stepping up to the plate and saying, you know, we can and will take on the big boys. I kind of like that. Um, a lot of the retailers, like I just mentioned, Nord- uh, Nordstrom's, um, a lot of retailers, I'm sorry, Macy's. Did I mention Nordstrom's? Yeah, I did. Nordstrom's and Macy's, their stocks were destroyed in 2017, only to rebound big in 2018. Like, that would have been the investment of any time Rob said, oh, this company, Amazon, is going to Amazon CVS and put them out of business. They're, they're now attacking the drug prescription business. And then a year later, CVS is saying, well, we could, we could do a delivery of that, too. We could do that. We could do that. Man, I still, every time I go into a CVS, I feel like my soul is being sucked out of my body as if there's, like, vampires. That's right. I said Vampires. Big event coming up in San Jose at the Rotary Center. Saturday, November 17th, a Saturday event, 9.30 to 11.30. It's going to be wealth preservation. 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock, it's going to be wealth accumulation. You shouldn't come to both because you should be one or the other, in theory. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Use the code Radio25 to sign up for those events today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.